0: You gotta question everything. I mean, I'm not saying you have to debunk everything or try to argue everything, but you have to question everything at this point. That's it. Welcome to the Common Sense Theory, baby. Common sense, that's all we ask. Let's go! All right, all right. How's everybody doing today? I hope uh, everybody's doing great. Had a good weekend. NFL started, but um, some great football on. Wow, that was that was an amazing, amazing Sunday. So uh, I'm I'm more than excited for this season. But that's uh, another story. That's some great broadcasting. Cheers to those guys because they're just saying what's happening in the moment and doing a really good job at it. <clears throat> Which brings me to today's topic of the insane irresponsibility of our media and how I'm starting to realize this isn't a new thing. This has been going on for years and years and years, and they're totally irresponsible. And I'm sorry, they're the head of the cancel culture movement, and they're the ones whose asses need to be canceled because they've been spreading false information and bullshit for years, So let me just give you a, an example. Um, I like to work off things that I've seen kind of in the media. And one of the things that's on right now, and I don't know if anybody's following them, but they're great shows. They're called Untold. Um, they're kind of a spinoff, 30 for 30. I think they actually may have even bought some old 30 for 30s because there's one about Christy Christy Johnson. Christy, anyway, the boxer. I've already seen it, which is kind of weird because... They said that these just came out, um, but anyway, I, I want to talk about the the Manti Te'o show and 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 how the media responded to it. and And this goes along the lines of um, all of I, and I also watched the Malice in the Palace, which is another great one. So this and and we'll kind of roll those into how the media is now selling irresponsibly misinformation to everybody just because of their agenda. And, uh, I know I've talked about this before, but it, it, it's now it's, it's great. Cause these shows are coming out that are 25 years old and this guy, man, Te'o, I don't know if anybody knows the story. He was catfished before catfishing was ever even like, it was like just beginning. He thought he had a girlfriend. He went to Notre Dame. He was a star. He was a first round pick for the NFL. And, um, it was found out that, you know, she pretended to die and like all this shit. And, and in The Untold, they interview her, who's a he, who's now transitioning to a she. But regardless of the fact, the media didn't have any of the information they needed to have to blow this guy's fucking personal life up. And they just blew it up because they felt like it. And they came at him that he was gay. He he was involved. It was a total scam. And when you watch this untold, like these documentaries are great because look, I, I also know documentarians have agendas, right? They usually want to push one side or another. So that's something to keep in mind. But when you use your common sense and you watch this guy, he's telling the truth. He got catfished. He was it destroyed his career. N- nobody wanted to even draft him. I mean, and he was the best player in the country. And you fucking media scumbags went after him. And they show clips of, the, of like one woman who's just like, oh, what a, what a dirtbag. He is such a dirtbag. And he played being such a nice guy. And oh, he fooled everybody. It's like, you fucking didn't have shit on anything. And you just chose that route that you were going to go because you thought it would sell more. And fuck you, you're smoked and you should be held accountable for it because you were totally wrong. You're reporting on shit you have no idea about. That's the other thing is like, can we get the media to be accountable? Is that possible for the for the bullshit that they say or at least to apologize afterwards? Because then the same lady, she's laughing about it. And she's like, "Oh, I can't. We just I mean, we didn't have the information. That was so crazy. No shit. It was crazy. And you ruined the guy's life. So maybe it's not something so funny and laughable, um, but it's very interesting to see the perspectives that the media give. Because what they basically do is they just—it's unchecked information. And especially back then, now, now, thank goodness, everybody's starting to check things, question everything, really start to deep dive. Like Don Lemon, you should be fired. You're an idiot. You're you're spitting bullshit, and you should be fired. And I think he probably will be soon. But I looked it up, too, because he has a lot to do with, like, what he what he talks about and how he talks about it. So if he was just a puppet on a string, I'd say, you know, he's just a puppet on a string doing his job. But he's not. And a lot of those CNN guys, a lot of the Fox guys aren't. So, like, but, man, there is some bullshit information being told. And these guys are still doubling down on it, still acting like it's fact when it's totally not fact. It's fake. <clears throat> Which we're finding is a more and more increasing thing, which I'm loving in the media, is that fact means fake. So bye-bye to facts in your media bullshit. You're all getting called out on it. Places where people can have their own opinions and not just be sheep and get led down the rabbit hole by you are becoming more and more popular. Hopefully our generation will help open that window up. I mean... I'm, not, I'm a Gen Xer, so the kids who are younger who are on the phones, I mean, TikTok has a huge influence on them, which is frightening as all get out. But, um, you know, the, they, they, they literally spun every possibility about this guy, Manti Tao, in this Untold, um, that you could spin other than what really happened. Which is crazy, it took two years for like the truth. And actually, until this Untold came out, nobody had heard his side of it, because it was like, he was devastated. He's He's a Mormon, he's from Hawaii, he was just like embarrassed. They embarrassed him even more, they were laughing at him, they were calling him, you know, just like they totally punked him without having any real facts. And the media does that shit all the time. They're doing it today, they're gonna do it tomorrow. And I, I hope like half of them get shut down. Like, look, I'm not, again, cancel culture is, is their thing. Uh, but, you know, accountability is my thing. So when you go to cancel culture, you know, you go to cancel. Oh, I was talking about with somebody today like John Gruden. And I'm going to probably catch some flack for this. But like that guy was in the height of cancel culture. And he's got emails. And look, I've been in locker rooms. People talk like that to each other. White guys and black guys. It, that's how they talk. So it's these little green-haired dudes out here that think that they're all woke, that don't have never been in a locker room, and they don't get it. And so they're taking everything literally. Yes, there was mistakes made. But you know what? Again, and I, this seems to be like a recurring theme in my podcast, your mistakes make you a better person. And now I hope he sues the NFL because he is, and he's going to sue the people who dug into his private emails. And guess what else? He's not the only one in those emails because it always takes two to send an email, right? So you're either receiving it from somebody else or you're sending it to somebody else. And he's going to open a can of worms on that. And I hope everybody goes down because they just, everybody sat on the sidelines. Nobody took his side. Nobody backed him and they let him take the biggest fall in NFL history. And his life is ruined. Now, let me ask you this. Giselle Maxwell, the Epstein chick, where are all those names? Oh, those are under lock and key because the judge was probably fucking paid off by all the people with shit tons of money to not release their names that they were fucking little girls on his on Epstein's island too. So, okay, sorry to sidetrack a little bit, but um, watch the Man Teo documentary. Watch how the media portrayed him and how they destroyed his family and his name. And how they didn't have any facts at all. They just were going off of what they thought were going to be push, you know, clickbait scenarios. Back then, you know, I don't even think, we may not have even, well, yeah, we had like flip phones. But the clickbait had already begun before phones. Um, and then I watched Malice in the Palace, which again, I think that was almost 20 years ago. I remember it live when I was a kid or younger. I wasn't a kid, but um and Ron Artest went in the stands, and that guy threw the beer on him, and like everybody blamed the players. And and this is actually I'm kind of taking the narrative of the of the guy who did the documentary or the woman whoever did the documentary, but like the media is just, they're just little sucker punks. They're like the kids who sit behind the screens now, and tweet all this gnarly stuff, and they're probably just little bitches and. And it's like that's what the media—the media—is. They're the little bitches that sit behind Twitter, and think they're untouchable. Well, let's make them touchable, because the, with the Malice in the Palace, they were calling them thugs, and which we all know there's a connotation to that word. They—they they weren't calling all the white guys thugs, um, but again, t- they brought up all these tattooed guys and this hip hop sport. I mean, it was—you know—look, man. I am, am, like I said, an independent. I'm an American, and I'm proud to be one. But when I go back and I look at the history of how things went down with that too and how the media spun that, and that dude who threw the coke that hit Ron Artest in the face, nothing happened to him, and they asked him, is there anything you regret because Ron Artest went in the stands and and thought it was the guy next to him, and started pounding on the guy next to him. And the guy goes, "No, I'm just glad he ran past me and hit the other guy." I mean, you fucking dummy. I mean that that you know, it's just. Uh, and then Ron Artest, that changed their whole season because he got suspended for the season. I think some other players, uh, Jermaine O'Neill got suspended. Like it, it, and they were on track to win easily win the NBA title. And instead of holding the fans accountable that are chucking shit on the arena, and then there's this other guy who walked on, onto the floor and Jermaine O'Neal knocked his sucker ass out, which he should've, He this guy's like, yeah, I broke my jaw, I changed my life. Yeah, you dummy. I mean, what are you doing? Trying to take on a six foot nine basketball player who's you know in prime shape, one of the best athletes in the world, and you're a little fat fuck who thinks you're cool because you're drunk and you're a super fan. I mean, we need to get stuff in perspective, which is, it's hard to do because the media keeps pushing and pushing this narrative and they're not being held accountable unless somebody buys them, which is what happened with CNN. Those dudes never would have been held accountable. They would have kept running with their leftist crazy fucking shit as long as they could. And again, I'm independent. So, But I'm just saying CNN was purchased by a new buyer. That's why all those people are getting fired because they weren't really telling you the news. They were giving you crazy, crazy crazy-ass opinions on things and calling them facts. So please, like I know this is a little ranty as a lot of my podcasts are. Question everything, man, because the media is lying to you all the time. Or they're pretending that they know what the facts are and they absolutely don't so make sure we look at things you know and with an open mind as long as we can <clears throat> excuse me and try to keep things in perspective for our for for yourself as long as you can and think like geez, is that could that really happen or like you know maybe he didn't do that like maybe this is maybe this happened i mean there's so many different things. And and then let's continue again into this vax push of now some new shot that's going to protect against, like I was just on a plane again this past weekend, no masks, like one or two passengers who wanted to wear a mask, but I'm like, man, we're in a tube flying in the air. And then they're lying to us that they're refreshing the air. But guess what? If you're at 30,000 feet and you even crack a door, You're flying out of that fucking plane because it depressurizes. They're not pumping fresh air into a plane. Just let's be real clear. There is no fresh air being pumped into your plane that they're telling you is. It's not happening. It would decompressurize the cabin. So maybe they're filtering it. But again, who wants to talk about misinformation? Filtered air versus fresh air that they're claiming they were pumping into airplanes at 30,000 feet in a pressurized cabin? Use your common sense. They were not pumping fresh air. It's impossible. The plane would blow up. They were putting filters on, HEPA filters, whatever they thought, and telling people that that's. So, why isn't the F, FDA, why isn't the FCC, whoever the flying, you know, in charge of flights, why aren't they being held accountable? They lied to you. They weren't putting fresh air into your cabin 30,000 feet up in the air. I mean, so. Anyway, I flew. Um, I went somewhere where there was a shit ton of people. Nobody's sick. This has come to being a flu. And let me ask you this. So now that we know that it's a flu, the people who are still wearing the masks, were you wearing a mask before coronavirus came out? Because if you were, I get why you're still wearing a mask. But if you weren't, and we know the first variant's gone, and we know that it's getting weaker. Why are you still wearing a mask? I mean, to each their own. It's totally cool with me. But right now, just so you know, older people, the flu is more dangerous to you than than the coronavirus now. So, just saying, like, were you wearing a were you wearing a mask three years ago? Because the flu could have killed you then, but you weren't worried about it. But also a mask probably isn't going to stop the flu anyway. You're going to get it. So anyway, the spin on this, like now there's a new shot. Everybody's going to have to get it once a year, which I actually like because hopefully it'll drop into the flu shot category, which I've never gotten also. Um, That's like I just think they're rolling the dice on, on what variant they're giving you anyway. And half the time they're wrong. So again, money, 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 money. But, um, and, and I, but again, I hope, I hope this falls into a flu shot category because then they can't make it mandatory. So great. Anybody who wants to keep going to get themselves shot up with some MNR shit that's going to give you a heart attack, have fun. But uh, for me, um, I'm glad this seems to be hopefully coming to some kind of an end. Hopefully the media can, can start being more accountable for the things they're saying. Because overall... It, it, it's like they're not even, it's not even news anymore, unless there's like a car crash or a plane crash or, a, or, you know, other than just material, factual things that are happening, there's a, there's a spin on everything. And, and, a spe- you know, like even just a, yeah, I saw, like, you know, the queen died and then they showed like the two sons walking to the funeral and, and like Two of them, one of them were holding hands, the other were walking far apart. and It's like, oh, I can read body language. I see trouble in paradise. It's like, what the fuck? You sound like the Inquirer. Like when I was the kid, that was the Inquirer. And the Inquirer was a clown show. I, I lived in New York City and like there was the Daily Post, the New York Post, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and then the Inquirer. And it was, that was the laughable one. They got sued a million times because they'd have the craziest headlines. It, Tom Cruise is an alien and they'd show like a fake picture with his alien head and like him meeting with aliens in in some in the back of the woods. The news is the Inquirer now. It, and it's sad because like the New York Times is it's the Inquirer. It's bullshit news. Uh, other than a couple articles here and there, it's, I do not trust any of it. And that's sad to me. Because I used to get it on my doorstep every day, and I used to look forward to reading the Sunday Times and the when I moved to LA, the LA Times. Now I don't even buy the newspaper. I just think it's it's all op-ed bullshit. And even if it doesn't say it is, and it's in the articles section or the even the fact like as we know with the CDC, the facts section, it's not fact. You don't even know that. It's like I, I'd have to fact check the fact check the fact check the fact checkers. And even then, who knows? Because phones and the ease of getting information or misinformation from people who are claiming it's a fact is fake. And I think we need to really double check ourselves. Um, but the media has been doing this for a long time, way before COVID. And I think they all need to be put in check a little bit. But if not, just think about what you're watching. Just a little bit. All right. Ciao.